0: Welcome back to the Only Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Winter. This is episode 209 of the Only Talk Podcast, your favorite podcast. Um, if you don't know what the name of the podcast is, it is On We Talk. I'm not sure if I've said that yet in this episode. On We Talk, favorite podcast. Um, yep. Good pod- on we Talk podcast. There we go. Did you know that you're actually on... Sam Davis, my co-host for this episode. Did you know you're actually on yes. the Only Talk Podcast?
1: I'm on uh, I'm on it
0: Wait what Can you believe it It's crazy <laughs> That peaked so much I know I just realised You know what you, You're hurting our audio <laughs> listeners <laughs> I'm sorry guys Okay I'm sorry
1: ASMR Hey guys oh, God, Welcome back no. to the Only Talk podcast I'm your host ASMR Matt. This is my favourite intro In history I reckon so far Have you ever Have you ever
0: watched <laughs> ASMR before
1: Like for five seconds I think my mate changed me I was like I'm done I'm done bro This is not No <laughs> it's not Did you me. only watch it
0: for five seconds because you came immediately is that why
1: <laughs> um, uh, it depends yeah, depends like who's it doing it. if it's matthew winter doing the asmr then yes but if it's some chicken <laughs> like,
0: i actually remember i saw there was a huge there wasn't a huge youtuber <laughs> like you know in that sort of 100 200 300,000 subscriber sort of thing and they had an asmr channel as well And then their ASMR channel just took off like over a million subscribers and they're like, fuck it. I'm not doing normal videos anymore. I'm just going to, you know, go and just make, just, you know, talk into the mic really softly. I like how they have those cool like special mics and it's like on each... Have you seen them? It's like there's a mic on either side and you can go like all the way around and I don't know. I I don't see the... I personally don't see the appeal in it. But I don't see the appeal in like a lot of weird things. You know what I mean?
1: Well... Yeah, dude. Well, I was just thinking when my mate was... When I was cliff jumping with my mate yesterday, he told me, he was like, dude, you should just start up like Broke Mr. Beast. So, like, he's, he right. gives everyone Teslas. You should just give everyone, like, small fries at McDonald's and be like, I bought everyone a small fries. Like, instead of just your main videos, you could do that as well. I'm like, yeah. And if that takes off, just ditch my main channel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. And I'm sorry to say but I'm going to steal that idea. So, um... <laughs> And no one's getting credit for it. That's actually a really good idea. There was a guy who actually did. Um, oh, he used to, he did videos similar to Mr. Beast in a way like that, and just like gave people like simple things. Um, there's mm. actually a guy on TikTok, and what he does is, and he has a speech impediment, so he sounds a bit funny. I shouldn't say that; it's a bit mean. But he goes up to people and he says, "Oh, what's something that you really like?" And they'll go like, "Oh, music. Oh, what's your favorite band? Oh, Metallica." And then they'll go to a shop, buy him like a Metallica T-shirt. And then people go, and they go, oh, thank you. And then, like, they hug it out. And it's like, it seems partially staged, but like, he's this 18 year old kid who decided not to go to university and just started making TikTok videos. And now he's got like, he's got over a million followers on TikTok. And he's just doing that,
1: which is crazy, really, isn't it? It's nuts. Some people are just like, they'll just do anything. If it's, I mean, to be fair, I, I, I get it. Like, how many times I say either? If it's successful, then you go with it. I reckon, I, 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 it's it's good shit. If if it somehow gets views, I think there was a guy I interviewed one year, like or the only year I went to VidCon, and he was like, he had this massive entourage around him, and he had like only like a hundred k followers. I was like, shit, you know, this kid's got like a hundred k followers, and he's got an entourage around him, and <laughs> that's that's pretty impressive, I guess.
0: Oh, it is impressive. It's a, it's actually like because um, Colin Samir, who we've discussed on the podcast before, they. I remember they did a whole video about how the lower level um, like YouTubers and creators are going to be able to start and actually make like decent businesses. Because you think about like million subscriber creators and then you think about like us, like, you know, micro creators, small creators, whatever. But there's like a huge like in-between of people like you've never, ever, ever heard of. Yeah. But like they're making a living just like making content for the internet. You don't really... You don't really think about that sort of thing. Um, Oh, it's just interesting. But then you're like, you know, I don't know. I think it's so much different on YouTube now because there's not many of them. A lot of those mid-sized channels, like they die off. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't, I don't know. I think that if you stagnate, that's what happens. They all stagnate. They either grow and then just like, you know, keep making more money, keep making more views, or they just stagnate, and then they just like, you just never hear of them again. Even like the big ones, like we discussed like mediocre films before.
1: Yeah. And they have stagnated, absolutely. Um, They were just an era. They they were like, you know, 2006 YouTube, and then Mm. it's sort of or you know, 2000s YouTube, and then you can't really continue it unless you really like tap into something clever. I think Mr. Beast, he won't always be relevant. I mean, I don't mind Jimmy, Mr. Beast, but I think he's very still doing so well. But I don't know. You never know. I, I think he'll go. adapt. Like I really think <laughs> yeah, he'll he adapt to will. like whatever fucking happens. Like it's,
0: I don't know. There's like, who knows what, it's okay, pretty clever. you think of what like YouTube was 10 years ago, like what the internet was 10 years ago. It's so different to what it is now. Like yes. everything has grown so much already. Like, it's crazy. Uh, Like I think about 10 years ago, it's about 10 years ago now, actually, now that I think about it. I wanted to make, like, you know, animated content. And now, you don't see that on YouTube. Like, there's one or two who sort of do it, um, but it's, it's, there's not many. There's not many who are able to make a living out of that. Like, everyone goes into, like, mainstream for animation. It's interesting. It, it is very interesting. Actually, one thing I was... Who I was going to mention was Red Letter Media. And they've, like, on, like, 2 million subscribers or whatever. And they've been big forever. But, but when you really think about it, they're not actually big. Like obviously they have 2 million subscribers and they have a consistent fan base, but they aren't growing. But it's like, it's proof that if you have the audience and you can keep it, um, you don't really need to grow your audience. Like at all. I think
1: that Phantom Menace review just like got them f- popping. And then since then they've built a fan base of it. I noticed you're worried there. Like, please don't mention Mr. Plinkett. No, look, I like Mr. <laughs> Plinkett. Come on. Not that bad. But, my impressions, we'll never, we'll never do that again, sorry. No, <laughs> yeah, please never do it again. It was a horrible impression. <laughs>
0: impression. I never want to hear it ever again.
1: I thought it was pretty when good. Was I mean, you know. <laughs> uh,
0: I've, look, I, I never uh, want to mention you
1: doing impressions again. I can do good impressions. <laughs> I can do really good impressions, actually. Joe Swanson? Can I do my Joe Swanson? Do you Joe Swanson? Because you've never heard that. Know, I haven't. Go for it. It's me, Joe Swanson
0: here. Hey, Peter. That's actually really good. Okay, I'll do. Hey, Peter. I'll do my Peter in response. Ready? I. Hey. Oh no, I can't. No, Joe. Joe. No. Oh no, I can't. Hey. hey Chris. Hi Chris. I can do a good. Um. Oh, what was it? It was a. I can do a good SpongeBob like laugh. Oh, uh, no. no. I can't do it now. Now, now I'm on the spot and I'm on my own podcast. I'm really nervous now. I
1: noticed that. I struggled before. I was like, this is my moment on the internet doing my Joey Swanson. I'd never done this in, on a platform before. And, and guess
0: what? You're <laughs> never going to do it on a platform ever again. Ever again. Hey, Peter. Oh, that's oh no. Fucking, you know what? It's actually pretty solid. I'm Sorry, audio solid.
1: listeners. Oh, um,
0: actually, I wanted to bring up, <laughs> speaking of YouTube, Keemstar, host of Drama Alert... Everybody's favorite. He's retiring. What? He's retiring.
1: You're kidding. There's I, no I way. am That's not kidding. It's, I, I do That's not think bait. it's kickbait. I'm pretty sure. He's trying to draw in more viewers. He's just saying that disagree. to get
0: the viewership. Um, look, if I look up Keem Star <laughs> right now. Surely not. As far as I know, Keem, not not Kem Star. I need to make sure it's it properly. Um,
1: I am being terminated, he's, he's everybody. He's he's,
0: he's 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 retiring. He actually is. The rise of cancel culture during the pandemic last year was a major factor in his decision. Very, very interesting. But he has like a lot of other businesses that go on in the background as well, and he can get There's another so host for, for drama. Yeah. Alert, absolutely. Um, Maybe me. Maybe Matthew Winter. Um, Did you? <laughs>
1: would you really host that? I would. Okay,
0: he, that? No. You know, okay. Look, here's my here's my audition. Okay. I would do it. I would absolutely do <laughs> oh, it. And this is no. how it would go. Um. Um, Can you do the, do you know how the theme song goes? I'll do the intro music, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What's up, (laughs) Dom Alert Nation? Matthew Winter here and we're, oh, fuck, how's it go? We're going to talk about YouTube.
1: Let's get right into the news. All right, it's time for my audition. That was shit. Oh god, this is gonna be <laughs> shit. Okay, ready? I'll do the music. What is up, Drama Alert Nation? I'm your host, Killer Kingstar. Let's get raw <laughs> into the news. What? There, there's some shit that happened. And yeah, that's uh. Let's talk about something completely different and never ever talk or speak of that again. This
0: is why I'm the host, and you will never be the host of anything. Even if I'm we, just a porn. You are. That's exactly right. Even if we had a, 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 a second podcast that you could be the host of, no, I'm fucking hosting that too, motherfucker. Um, no, but it's quite sad because, like, did you know Keemstar blocked me on Twitter years ago?
1: How? He must he be so me. active on Twitter to just block. He blocked my mate as well. So he says, my other mate. That's crazy. But, okay, there was a reason, though. Like, um, so I
0: had, who would it be? It was, I think it was Dead on Dave, and he was a part of a podcast or he was friends with a guy called Tommy C. He was on the, he was one of the hosts of the baited podcast with Colossal is crazy. I feel like this is like peak, like four years ago for me. Like this is my, my whole YouTube thing being in the commentary um, sphere. Um, And we talked about Keemstar and then there's video put a, he put a video up Keemstar and it was, he was like him, like filming a bit of the podcast and he was like, Oh, so Dead on Dave was on this podcast. Wouldn't even mention me by name, and I know why. Keemstar cannot pronounce onwe, and that is that's 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 the conclusion that I've come to. Keemstar doesn't know how to say onwe, and I'm gonna run with that because I think that Killer Keemstar is dyslexic, and I'm just gonna put that out there. I do not know the, think that he knows how to say fancy words. Okay. Idubbbz
1: made that gag, didn't he? In the content cop, right at the end, yeah, he's like he dyslexia, and he did the little compilation of like all the moments where he can't say stuff. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I remember that.
0: I feel bad now. No, no, I do not feel bad. He said Alex was an N word many times, or well, maybe it was once, but it was many times That's, that I've seen the
1: video. <laughs> as racist and horrible as that is, it's it's a classic meme. I mean, you can't really I recite that often without saying the N word. Obviously, of course. Good. Do what do you think about white people saying the N word? Thoughts. Mm. It's such a freaking gray area. like look. I'm the kind of person where obviously I take the stance of it's either all okay or mm. nothing's okay. But a lot of people, they get super uncomfortable. I can tell where I'm just floating this. I'm just saying the c word like it's like it's mm. you know any other word. Like I do that around a lot of mates, and they I could tell they're like, "Go the well," and. I don't know. I, 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 I don't really say the N-word, to be honest. It kind of like, I don't know. I, it really depends. It It's, it's I don't know. It, it doesn't, it's not always, it doesn't work in a lot of situations. It really doesn't. Especially you're I can't you're
0: think not, of, well, ne- no. I don't right, know. But these yeah, days, sorry, these days, I don't think there's so, many contexts that you can really do it in. Like I've said it. Oh, I've, I've made jokes about the word in videos. Like it was, um, oh, I think it was a Marty internet show episode where it was like, oh, I think that we need to kick all N words off the street. But like, obviously it was, and it was like the comedic, it was the, it was the comedic tone of it. It was the joke that was said. It was contextual. Mar- exactly. Marty got drunk and said the N word and they're like, oh shit, no, we're going to, we're going to sober him up. So they take him out on the street or whatever. Um, I think I've said it once on the podcast in terms of we were making a, a direct quote for something. But now, even then, I feel yeah. funny. I think one thing is I've been around people who say it all the time without any context, without any joke. And it's just soured me from the idea
1: of the word at all. But
0: I should be soured in the first place. It's a, it's a racial slur.
1: But There was a clip know. that really pissed me off. Hmm. Sorry, I'll just really quickly say the, the clip that really pissed me off where this rapper invited this girl on stage to sing his lyrics. Yes. And she she sung the lyrics with the N-word included. And he was like, no, 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 get, get her off. What the hell are you doing? And I was like, dude, if it's in your lyrics, like, obviously, she's not going to like, not everyone has the brain capacity to be like, oh, and I definitely shouldn't add this. It's in the lyrics, like. I mean probably not the best idea to freaking read out the whole lyrics with that included but I was like I thought that was like bullshit in front of thousands of people like that's going, oh get her off the stage I was like what the hell man come on you wrote that like in your song I think there's a better way to like
0: go like in that situation as well like you just embarrassed a fan of yours like yeah, they're not really a fan of yours at all
1: humiliated her made her look like she was racist when she's not at all she just said you know, that she's just, it's just part a woman
0: and that's bad enough as it is but like there's yeah <laughs> oh my god. No, look, look, I lost concentration for like um, a no, split I'll... segment. Yeah. <laughs> um have you heard seen the Tyler the Creator
1: quote about the N-word? Tyler the Creator. No, I have not heard this one. This is I have heard heard of it, I think. I think.
0: I believe he said, and I'm actually just trying to find the direct quote. Um I cannot and I can't right now. Oh, um, so one thing he said was Tyler Crater says he doesn't mind if white people use it, and um, and says caring would keep the racism alive in the word. And as he said, it's like um, I've heard him say before that it's like it's the way you use the word as well. But that's also the 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 A the N-I-G-G-A, um version of the word. I, I just don't feel comfortable saying it really, like in in any situation. Neither.
1: neither. No, no, no! It doesn't really work. I think I think it's fantastic in films like Django Unchained and Twelve Years a Slave, and those movies that tell historically, they explain historically what this word means to African Americans and how it it is genuinely it cuts deep if you say it um, in a really derogatory, like, sort of insulting way. This is why... And it explains why it just... It has this horrible effect on people if you just blurt it out without even remotely caring about the history behind it, what it means and everything. I mean, if it's contextual in something, I think that's... It makes sense to use it. But if you're just, if you're just screwing around and just saying it willy-nilly whenever you want, it's like...
0: I think that goes anyway. with, like...
1: I'm not the moral compass. No, you're not yeah. the moral
0: compass. But that's the thing. It's it's funny how what things that I find funny now or that we find funny now that I wouldn't have found that sorry, that I that I used to find funny 5 years ago that now it's just like no nah, not at all. 100%. Like yeah. calling Marty a retard and saying that he is retarded like now doesn't seem as funny because it's like I'm making I feel like I'm making fun of you know the disabled people. And that, and that is also different from laughing at retarded policeman because he is in on the joke. He is a down-to-go an person. He's an actor. And that's yeah. exactly right. I don't know. Like, you see so many kids. Like, I work with kids at McDonald's and, like, you know, from 14 up to, you know, my age, even older. And it's interesting how, like, I don't know, kids think that – I don't know. Kids think that a lot of – non-funny things are funny purely because they're kids like saying the n-word and making a lot of kids i don't understand don't understand that making jokes at other people's expense like isn't really funny like i've heard kids like make fun like oh look at that fat look uh that fat fatty fat bitch fat fatty like it's not i don't find that funny you know what i mean like
1: they are not experienced enough i don't think to realize how it affects others no. they don't understand it yet they're too young to realize what like it means to someone else to like deliberately pay out on them which is which is why fu- <laughs> high school i was sorry, high school is just the worst because especially like in years like year 9 when everyone's obviously like going through puberty they're all just they're all just being assholes to one another and not really giving a crap about how anyone else And what everyone else is like could be going through or something. or yeah. It's stupid.
0: But then also on the other, like, you know, on the other side of the coin, it's like, are we allowed to make fun of furries, make fun of um, weebs, make fun of, um, what's the other one? There's another one I'm thinking of, um, weebs, weebs, Furries. furries and There's another one. I'm glad I don't know the other one. I'm glad you don't know the other one either. Like, are we allowed to make fun of those people? Uh, It's like... oh, it's. I don't know. I think if you put... It depends on the context. Like, if you're... The cringe though. I don't know. I think we're allowed to cringe. Are we allowed to laugh at things that are cringy? I think you are.
1: Yeah. You're allowed allowed to cringe. I think it's a normal reaction to cringe at someone who's a complete man-child. Or woman child hmm. it's like you know what are you doing sort of thing like why can't I, I think it it's a natural reaction for people to just think why can't you not act like a five-year-old and grow up but I don't know it, like sometimes you can push it too far but yeah I think it's knowing I think it's being able to like
0: you need to know who you need to t- um you know read the room and read the understand. room I was just thinking yeah, that that's yeah. exactly it like okay for example boys, hanging around the boys, whatever, like I can go, I can be around my mates and they'll make it like, for example, they'll make a joke that was like, they're trying to make a joke, but it just didn't hit properly. And I can just yell out, you stupid motherfucker thinking you're funny. Look, pipe down. Don't want to hear your your shitty jokes anymore. Okay. Look, I don't want to hear it. And then that's funny. Everyone will laugh and they'll they'll have laugh. They understand.
1: Absolutely. But
0: if I was at work and then like, (laughs) I don't know, um, Little, um, little Tina over there. go with Tina? Little Tina over there, um, <laughs> goes, makes a joke about, I don't know, something that was, I don't know. I can't even think of it. I can't even think of an unfunny joke because I'm that funny. Unfunny is just like out of my brain. Like they try to make a joke <laughs> and then it's not funny. The root, like nobody laughs. And I go, you stupid motherfucker. You need to know when to shut your mouth. Not go over and make fries. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Like that is workplace harassment, and I think people need to understand the difference between that. But also, people need to understand how to read the room. Very, very much so. Well,
1: I I like. I'm a little bit on the spectrum. I can tell a little bit. So, (laughs) but (laughs) I feel like I feel like I am. I've always felt like (laughs) so. I struggle. I say the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. There are times where I I really like really say the wrong thing, and it's like you just immediately your body's just like, and you like. I, you know that feeling when you say the wrong thing, you get like really hot inside. And you're like, oh my god, like it's just the most horrible moment in the history of the world, and I hate that so much. But sometimes, I sometimes I really, really cross the line, or I say something really stupid, or I do something, and you just gotta you just gotta move on from it and try your hardest not to act like a freaking moron, pretty much.
0: I think people can tell when you've, like, made a mistake and they can tell the difference between that and, like, actually being hateful.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? yeah. That's true. People, they have, they they feel pity on you, but yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. They're like, why the fuck did you say that? And people make mistakes. Like, I know people at McDonald's who have dropped burgers on the ground, put them in new packaging, and then tried to hand them out. I'm like, mate, you need to understand that that is not okay. Look, oh, I've never gone a
1: smudgy to smudgy or scone McDonald's no, ever. <laughs> no, you, look,
0: our McDonald's is actually a fantastic McDonald's. Um it is one of those. It's, Which
1: one's better, Scone or Mudgy? Uh, mudgy by
0: far. I don't know. I think it's a I think it's just a it's a busier store. It's better for me. See, I, I get bored when there's nothing going on. And I think that's probably really? I do. I think that's my um I don't know, maybe my ADHD. I don't think I have ADHD. I think I have something. I've always felt that I'm I don't know I have ADHD special, to an extent. <laughs> special see well that's the thing i i have many friends who have not not many but i have a few friends who have adhd um you can't tell like a lot of the time like a lot of time it's very very mild like you can do you know what i mean like you never know what's going on with with people around you know what i mean
1: it's yeah it's it's hard to figure out when someone's got an issue of any sort but I remember in school the teacher, when I'm not interested, obviously, it's it's far worse, but in school the teacher would be talking, and my mind would just instantly drift to like YouTube or anything I was interested in that wasn't that. And it wasn't until I finished school and kind of just realized, oh my god, i i have I have serious attention deficit issues. They're like they're bad. like they're really bad. Um, when I really focus though, and I really go all right, this is you know obviously I have to I have to keep focus I have to <laughs> it's fine but it, it they can be freaking bad you know losing attention like I can be terrible at it but, yeah I'm the but exact man. same like I've
0: I've always been like in school I actually remember on my free periods. You know, I don't have a class. I'm just sitting there fucking writing up a business plan for Onwe. This is in year 11 as well. That's crazy. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Aww. Like, obviously,
0: things have changed over the years. Like, and I I think it's why, a reason why Onwe isn't, isn't as successful as it could be. I didn't have my attention on it. I thought I did, but I definitely did it. Like, you look at a lot of the, I don't know. You look at the catalog of videos that I've put out, and it's like... Like, there's some really good videos in there, but it's so inconsistent. Inconsistent in schedule and inconsistent in quality. Like, absolutely.
1: Maybe that's meant to happen. Maybe you're not meant to peak it, like, in your 20s. Maybe you're meant to go nuts in your 30s and be a big-time producer, podcast, extraordinaire, entrepreneur, comedy videos, legend of Australian YouTube history. In your 30s, maybe you're not meant to... I mean, obviously... (laughs) Obviously, you're not... um, meant to fucking, some people everyone wants to be successful young who the hell wants to be like a rotting corpse and that's when you become successful no one so you always want to succeed at a young age but for some people it's just not it's not meant to happen I don't know maybe maybe that's my way of kind
0: of you see so many videos now. like I've seen um so many videos about like um, I think it was, it might've been Jeff Bezos. Like he was in his thirties when he was like, he sold everything and moved across the country to start Amazon. And yep. like, so there's so many other stories like that where people start things when they're older yeah. and that's when shit takes off. Like um, Rooster Teeth, all those guys when they started Rooster Teeth in like 2002, I think it was 2003, they were in their thirties. Bernie, Bernie Burns was, like, the... I think he might have been the CEO of a company in Austin. Um, and, like, look at them now. Like, you know, 15 years later. Like, he's coming into his 50s. And they've built this huge organisation. Um, maybe it's just meant to be. I don't know. But I think it's, like, at the same time, you need to put in the time to get where you want to go. One thing I've I've thought about 100%. recently is... And this is a video I've watched by some guy. What's his name? Devin Nash. Esports. Um, he works for an esports company. He works... In, the, in that sort of gaming space. Um, it was, okay, what are my plans for three months, six months, 12 months? And you go, okay, how could I hypothetically make this happen in three weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks? And obviously that is, um, you know, it's an exaggeration. But mm. it's like, okay, if I want to achieve these results, what are the things that I would have to do to get here? And obviously in many, many cases... You're not going to you're not going to exceed them in three months and in three weeks instead of three months, but it's that concept of okay, how can I accelerate this growth? And this is with anything in life. Do you know what I mean? Like I think, like you know, there's many different concepts of like how to get good at things and all that sort of stuff. Like there's the I think it's like ten thousand hours. Like that's the most common one that mm. many many people don't put like to an author of like that concept. But that's the one that's like, you know, you got to put in the hours. It's like the 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's interesting how I don't, like I had people around me when I was younger, like to support me. But I was the one who had to figure out all this shit myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I think, and it's, you, I think it's, Gary Vee says it a lot. A lot of business people say it a lot. A lot of people in general say it a lot. You've got to fail before you succeed. You have to fail a lot. Absolutely. But I think it's like, maybe it was just my ego. And it was just like, yeah, but like, you know, if I follow all these things the right way, it's going to work. Half of yeah. it's luck. So much of it's luck. Like people don't understand that. There's, there's so much luck that goes into being success, to being a success in whatever field that you're in. It really, really Especially
1: does. Especially entertainment industry. Oh,
0: though. fuck yes. Like that's, and that's where it takes so many different like skills. Yeah. You have to be, uh, you have to be creative, and in a lot of ways, you have to be like, I don't know, a marketer. You have to be a hardworking, hardworking. There's so many different aspects of being successful in entertainment that you have to have. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, I take a lot from like it's it's I follow a lot of careers of like different like rappers and stuff, and it's like how that's like so underground, and they're just like, okay, for the lack of a better term. Guys from the hood, just like making good art, putting it out there, and then building like these huge, huge audiences. And, like you know, they might only put out like a, an album every year, and that's yeah. like you like. And then you compare that to like what what we do, making YouTube videos. It's like a, it's a whole different beast, but it's it's not at the same time. Like it's it's all about the discipline and putting in the work and getting there to what you want to be if you okay this might be a bit of a loaded question right now and i'm sorry that i've been rambling about success no it's all good um what if you had an advice for yourself five years ago what would the biggest piece of advice
1: be um don't um space out your videos don't don't think you can do it think don't think you have to do everything at once like space out your time So that you don't have like many months off. Because it's like three times where I've had like many months off. And I don't know. I think what I was thinking before is this is where you and I we have we've we picked this we picked this creative route with video creation where it's you either you work really hard on a bunch of videos and you're just like you're so keen for it and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you just hit a massive brick wall, and it all just you you just lose all motivation. And I've, as you know, I've had that this year where I just didn't upload for ages, it it's like I think that's just normal with like creative stuff, and that's why it's such a fickle industry. Because you, I feel like I've picked one of the toughest things to make like a, a life out of and like a career out of. It's I don't know. I wish I was. I wish I just followed a normal route, but. I think I I wouldn't tell myself if I could go back five years ago to study in uni because I know that I've always hated that. Like the idea of going to uni, I've always hated that stuff. But I would probably tell myself to find another interest and not just YouTube. Like another thing that could potentially make money is essentially. See, you know what? I'm going to... In a way
0: I'm going to disagree with you but at the same time I'm going to be on your side. Like I think I think the other thing that you could find interesting it could be quite similar. Like it could be in the same realm. Like there's skills you can pick up that would help you at the same time. Like for example, yeah. I'm working at McDonald's and McDonald's is like I at the moment I'm I'm enjoying my job and it is what it is and it's a solid living, but I know where I want to be. But the skills I'm getting from it, this training I'm getting from it that will get me where I want to be. Um, and I think like there's so many skills in terms of like media and like marketing and like social media that you can gain. That, that, and this might be, like cause that's the thing. I think you're the type of person that would want to work in a media world, regardless of if it's you making YouTube videos or if it's like, th- and that's the thing, like you can and it do, used to be. And well, that's it. So that's interesting. Like it's, I don't know. I think that's why I've always had the business side and the creative side. Cause I knew that like, if one failed realistically, like if only failed, I could work in either field really. Like I'd have the skills to, to make it really like I've, as many people have told me, including Matt Tabor from the Create unknown slash producer for V Two, little shout out there. He said to me, like you have a resume, your resume is your YouTube channel. Your resume is the content that you, you've been making in podcast form and in video form for the last X amount of years. And sure, they might be spaced out. And, but that, that also like proves that like with the videos, if they're spaced out and they're good, like obviously there's, there's, there's things you learn along the way, but it actually mm-hmm. shows that like you can make good content. You are a talented producer, writer, director, etc., etc., etc. Um, and you can do it. And I think, like, that's one thing that I think we both have. We are both talented. Like, we both have that drive as well. Um, we definitely have
1: a drive, I reckon, both of us no, to just keep going, I, keep grinding.
0: I really do. I think so. And actually, and this, actually, and, now, and when I really think about it, if there's one bit of advice I want to give to everybody, and I know we're like thirty-three minutes into a podcast, and I, and this is none of none of this had anything to do with the notes I put down, but this is a good conversation. And the one thing that I really think that people need to understand is that you can have I think it it comes with um, ambition I think you need to if you want to get if there's something that you want to do that you truly want to do the if you have the ambition you're you're going to get there like no matter what even if it takes you to rest your life like that's what um the book the book that I'm um, listening to on audible right now that's the one of the main things it talks about in the beginning it's it's like, you've got to have that ambition. Like that's, what's going to make you a multimillionaire, for example. Like that's, what's going to put you where you want to be the ambition to get there. But in saying that, I think one of the other biggest things, and it's one thing, this is one thing I've concentrated in the last year. It's motherfucking discipline. And I, I truly do not think that people understand that. And like, I'm like, I had to turn 25 to understand that. To understand that it's like, because I remember this is actually this is a conversation I had with myself about six months ago. Um, it was like, oh, how can I make myself more motivated? That is not a fucking thing. You can't just motivate yourself. It's you like, like you know, you, you can you can link it back to like just like for example, um, the easy analogy is like going to the gym. You don't always want to go to the gym, but you're always going to feel good after it. It's it's a discipline about going to the gym. For yeah. us, it's the discipline about the craft. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Editing videos, making videos, writing videos, um, but also you've you've got to do it in a way where you don't overload yourself, and that's the other
1: fine fine thing. Um, but yeah, it's, overloading st- is crazy. I hate. Oh, but I've done <laughs> no it too.
0: And you know what I actually yeah. think? And this is this might be a bit controversial, and you might not agree with this, Sam. But I think oh, that. To an extent, overloading yourself, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a myth. Yeah, let me yeah. let me elaborate. I think that I concentrated on the wrong shit for the longest time. I think that's like I I I sat and I didn't put that discipline in. I didn't put that into action and go, okay, let's just like for like, you know, step one to step ten, make the video. Don't focus on the bullshit about like too much about like making the perfect thumbnail, making the perfect title, all that sort of bullshit. You focus on the tiny, tiny little things and you don't make the things. It was one thing that um, Friendly Geordie said in one of his little vlogs he does on one of his second channels. It was like, he believes that's one thing he said. He he thinks it's a myth that um, overworking yourself is a myth. Work-life balance is a myth, which is interesting to me. But it does make sense. Like it's like you you don't have the balance. Like you you're never going to have a a balance with it all. I don't know. I think it's like if you set a plan. Depends on the person. uh, Okay. Well, what do you think, Sam? Do you think that overloading is a thing, or do you think it was more just not focusing on the right things, or is it a combination?
1: It 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 really depends. Some people can just keep going. They can just keep going on and on and on, and they never stop. It's like they're constantly working on a video, or they're constantly uploading stuff, or even just in any field, they don't burn out. But and but I with that, is that a muscle? Now. Do you think it's a muscle you can train? Yes and no. I think it's just maybe just them as a person. Sometimes, um, I don't know. I'm def- That's definitely not me. I'm the polar opposite. But if you if you work really hard on trying to just keep going. And keep chugging along. If you're the if you're the type of person who just burns out, then I think you can you can stop it or reduce it at least from happening so frequently and in such a catastrophic you know sort of way. And you can like you know because that's what I've definitely been trying to work on lately. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's possible yet. I, I I'll have to get back to, to like a few months see if it's it's a thing. But or maybe even a few years. But I don't know. Depends. Really depends on the person. What do you think your biggest problem is? With like,
0: let us go from the perspective of you, and we'll go from the perspective of putting out videos. We're turning yeah, this into many a, problems. We're turning this into a therapy into a therapy session now. But like, I've recognized mine. <laughs> it was moment. not. It was not the discipline. It was I was having no discipline, and not putting the correct plans in place and focusing on the wrong things. For me personally, what what, what do you think about you? Like, what if you self reflect there? What do you think about yourself?
1: I think i just i just get so I, I i get too hard on myself sometimes like i just get i like really hard on myself like I, I create this schedule that is just insanely hard to meet with editing like in a day and i i i kick myself essentially at the end of the day if i don't even get close to that or if i'm not even able to start on that and then it it drives me to work harder like it drives me to work really hard than the coming days but it it's like I know that I'm way too hard on myself and I just want everything to be perfect when there's that is impossible. You can't have everything perfect. I'm referring more specifically to a video I've been working on recently that is a very long video. It has hundreds of cuts, it has hundreds of different interlaced clips and it's it's my well, it's my Halloween special it's for context. it's probably already out by the time this is out, but it was like that was a project where I was like this needs to be finished by october 31st or or else like type thing and i just grinded and grinded and i was way way too hard on myself so yeah but to answer your question too hard on myself is probably the biggest thing i don't just relax into the situation i it always has to be it always has to be perfect and stuff always has to be happening and i think that's the exact way you just burn out horribly so i'm trying to reduce that at the moment but yeah See, with that, one thing you said was, you know,
0: know, like pushing yourself too hard and being too hard on yourself. And I did that for a long time. Mm. That sort of links to like right now I'm working a full-time job. And this is as a manager. Like this isn't just like clock on, clock off, really. Do You know what I mean? Like I'm working more than 38 hours a week. Absolutely. But with that, I am more productive, I personally think, than I was when I was part-time about a year ago. And more productive than I was years before that. Um, yeah. It's, I think it's like you, you need to obviously, and it sounds dumb, but obviously you need to understand how many hours are in a day and that you're not going to be able to like edit every second of the day. Like that's the thing. Like I used to try to podcast all the time. I actually remember at one point the schedule I wanted to have was podcast every Monday um, and on my writer's room on the Patreon every Wednesday a bonus podcast on We Talk Extra every Thursday on the Patreon. And it's like, why the fuck am I trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm making myself burn out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm forcing myself to do this. Like that's, what is the point of putting in all this effort? I'm not, I'm not focusing on the right things. I am putting so much stuff behind a paywall and I was like, oh, but I can't just put out another episode of the main podcast. Why not Can't. Why? Why can't I? Like, why can I not do these things? It's like, that's when I was going to go to two episodes of the podcast a week, and sometimes I will have two episodes, depending if I want to get a guest or whatever. But right now, it's like I'm focusing on just getting out an episode every Monday, a good one, and getting out a video every week, a good one. You need to dumb it down. People overload themselves. Absolutely. People, and this is you now this is one bit of advice um, that I've. I've always, I've thought about a lot recently. For me personally, it was going to step 10 to a hundred rather than doing step one to 10. I was skipping all the small stuff. It's like, look at me. My channel has stagnated. My channel, my, the main channel is like on what? 360,000, sorry, 360,000. That'd be fucking amazing. Three, about 360 (sighs) subscribers. And like, and, and just with that, like, if we look at it from a business, business perspective, we're not making much money, like at all. Like this is still like the side thing. And, and it is what it is, but it's like, obviously you need to build an audience to get there. Okay, let's go from the audience building perspective. I haven't really done anything besides trying to pump out content all the time to build an audience. I'm not focusing on the right things. I'm just, I'm focusing on putting all this content out when that's content does not build an audience. I think, so I think to sum all that up, My biggest, one of my other biggest advice that I can give my other one, of course, I've got fucking so many like one liners in here today. I think it's just like, you, you really need to start from step one and not skip all the steps. You have to like make, if you're going to do step one, you're going to have to do it properly. Don't just do step one and then, you know, stumble onto step two and then like climb up to step three. You've got to bang, 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 bang. You really do. Like how are you supposed to build a channel if you've got no foundation? A house will collapse mm-hmm. with no foundation. How is your fucking life going to 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 be built if you have no foundation? Bam. I'm the new Gary V, I've got quotes of days, bro. <laughs> um You know what I mean though? Like like you know, yeah. you've gotta have you've gotta start from you've got to build that foundation. You really, really do.
1: But I think what you were saying before, with that, with making yourself like packing up a loaded schedule, I think we've all done that at some stage. We've all tried to do everything, and then that's like part of the process is realizing you can't do everything, and that's like that's just part of learning, I guess, in general. Really, if it doesn't matter what field you're in. If you're in media or any other field, you realize that you no one is fucking god, <laughs> no one can just. Pump out like all this content. I've seen people try and do it. I've I've seen mates pump out a video a day for like three and a half weeks. Yet that same person hasn't uploaded in nine months. Because they just hard burnt out. Like hard stopped making videos. So, if you're going to have a sustained, you know, period of just continuing to at least upload. just, Just at least upload and not have long, you know, hiatuses. You got to, you got to dumb it down exactly what you said before. You've got to dumb it down. You've got to simplify it. You can't just expect everything all the time.
0: And if you go th- and if you want to go from the perspective of just like general life advice as well, I think it's like, you need mm. to understand when you need to rest. Like you really, really, really do. Um, 100%. One thing that was always big on me was like, I always felt like I needed to get like eight hours out of sleep every night. Um, my sleep pattern's better than what it was. It was like some mornings I'd sleep into like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock and I'd feel bad. Like I'd go to bed at like a normal time, normalish time, ten, eleven, maybe 12 and I'm sleeping in so much. And there's one thing my mum said to me. It was like, you you need to listen to your body. Do you know what I mean? Just because you've had that amount of sleep doesn't mean that you don't need to recover that little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Like there there mm-hmm. is such thing as um you know recuperating your body needs to recuperate if you're putting you know so much energy into something like i did like when i'm filming when i'm podcasting and doing all that like that is stuff that i put my mind into so much especially for the mind like you don't not even just the body but like editing yeah. is a very um oh, it's it's
1: strenuous it is a, it's, it's
0: it's strenuous and it, like it is it's a very creative mind. thing creativity if you do not get enough sleep when you're trying to be creative, sometimes it can make gold. <laughs> but a lot of the time, you agree. really need to like get that amount of rest and have enough energy
1: to do these things, especially if you want to do it well. Absolutely. I, I think I try every time I try and um and edit it like heaps after a day of like a lot of work or a day like doing exercise and work. It's like a few days ago example. I, just, I, I don't get anything done. There's not much that gets done. But if I if i have like 12 hours sleep the night before which is very rare it's unrealistic to get that much i can just you feel like you can do everything like you feel like you can get so much more done with more sleep but yeah i mean like you said the pressure like you gotta you gotta try not to put like all this pressure on yourself to that you have to do that if it doesn't if, if you can't get enough sleep then I guess you just chill out and you just, you, you, you deal with the situation that's presented to you is what I'm trying to get out of my brain. <laughs> well, one thing, biggest thing that's, that has helped me
0: overall is like I've, I've had a lot of anxiety just in general. Like I think that's, there's been many times that I've canceled podcasts because I've been so fucking anxious and it's like, I've just, and I I don't know. I might have, honestly, I might've delayed podcasts to you in the past. I don't with friends. I don't with other people where I've said, Oh, I've got to go do this. Um, a lot of time it's just fucking anxiety just my anxiety peaking yeah. and the one thing that and i used to do it when i was 18 but then i just stopped doing it because i thought it was okay but the one biggest thing that helped me was meditation and it sounds lame and it sounds like i'm a hippie but it is the number one thing that has helped me find the path of achieving my potential I really, really, really believe that, and I've people I've had even like other creative people tell me that. Oh, it's bullshit! You just need to, you know, make sure you're focusing on the right shit. Well, guess what, motherfucker! I've tried that, but it is it did not work whatsoever. Meditation is one of the best things that I've ever done for myself. Um, I started on five minutes. Now it's like ten minutes. Sometimes fifteen if I re- if, if I feel I really need it. Sometimes like, my brain will tell me it'll go. Oh fuck! You don't have enough time to meditate. You don't have enough time to meditate. That's when I know I need 15 minutes of meditation. That I need to calm my my, my mind down. Sometimes I fall asleep. Sometimes I just get that relaxed. It's like you just drift wow. off to sleep, which is fine. But it's like it it calms your whole like. I'll wake up anxious if I've know I've got like tough shit going on like later on. And it was um. I just need to go and find, like it used to be that I would just, I would drive to work every day, sit in the car park, meditate for 10 minutes and then go get a coffee and then leave. Like that was the place I'd like to do it. Now I just do it out of my lounge. I just never felt like I could do it at home, but mm. yeah, it's meditation. probably one of the best things I've ever done. Um, sounds silly, but using that no, headspace app, all. the headspace app is one of the best things that I've ever gotten. Um, I do have a a <laughs> I have a special little link if people want to use it. Um, much am I need this. You, you this do. It all sounds like I need it. You do. I really think that you, that you really might need it. And it's not for everybody. And sometimes you might only need to do it for a bit and then you include practices that sort of relate to the meditation practice, the mm. practice that relates to the meditation practice. What am I bullshitting about? <laughs> but there's aspects of meditation that you just might include in your life, just little bits of breathing, little bits of um, like whatever that'll help you get through... Your life without having to do the entire meditation thing, but I absolutely believe that it'll it has a positive benefit for for every single person on this earth I really do I was just gonna
1: i was just thinking i uh, i think i have actually i think I have meditated before <laughs> i definitely have i think i there was a pl- i went to the pillars, which is the local cliff jumping spot I went there yesterday it's mm. such a great spot to hang out with mates but I, I've been there a few times when no one's there and I just, I sit on there's like a rock that goes out further than all the other ones. It like goes onto the ocean. I just I just sit there and just like, I don't have to like, sometimes I close my eyes or sometimes I don't, but I just sit there and just, I just chill. I'm just, just alone with my thoughts for like 15, 20 minutes. And looking out into the into the bay is like amazing. It's like the perfect spot for it. I don't know. It's like, I think maybe maybe I should go back there more often when no one's there and just and just chill out.
0: That's what we got to do. You got to practice that mindfulness because life gets so busy, Your head gets so busy. Like I yeah. I've been thinking about like oh maybe I just oh, I don't know. One thing I really thought about was sort of really recently as well. If I want to be the motherfucking best if I want to achieve my fullest, fullest potential. I be the very best. Like no one ever could. That's exactly right. <laughs> but if I want to be like a fucking millionaire, if I want to um, have a lot of money, um, create a successful business, be the best version of myself, like what are the things I need to do to get there? Um, and, you know, it might be getting a nose job. You never know. I know I have a big Jew
1: nose. I do. I've literally never no, like my nose, bro. Is big nose. Your nose is tiny it compared to mine. It is quite
0: big. Mine. You don't you don't realize that it. it's quite big. Um,
1: but also they do say about big noses, big dicks. <laughs> there's, there's a bit study. Yeah, big hands. Oh, you know they say about big ears, <laughs> big, big dicks. Dick. <laughs> I say about, yeah. Oh, now now all I'm doing is focusing on my nose. After this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God it's damn it, right. Matthew Winter. Right. You got a fucking <laughs> big
0: schnoz, my friend. Fucking Dr. Doofenshmirtz right here. i oh, mean, That was mean. But yeah, I think, I think just be mindful about things. I think it's just, um, I don't know, if you mm. find the right practices that work for you. I think um, being healthy, I think so many people just like eat fucking shit food and like, I think it's okay to like go to KSC and get a feed and shit, but like, I don't know, exercising and eating a little bit well at least.
1: A lot of I it, exercise and eat poorly, which is a horrible freaking. You are a fucking. You are a
0: moron. I went to the gym for the first time the other day. By the way, like the first time, <laughs> yeah. Ever. My arms sore ever. I've never gone to the gym. I've always done my DDP yoga program, which like obviously yeah, arms
1: like will feel horrible for a while.
0: Obviously, like I've I was the first time I've like I've, done, I've had a, my stepdad had a home gym and I did shit there and like all that, but going to the gym with some mates and they they're showing me and they are actually really impressed. Um, good old Blake and Travis taking me down to the gym. Trav. Trav. And they've been working, like it. They're, they're like, you could see them like lifting like 10, maybe 20 kilos. And then like me, just like lifting the bar itself with no weight. Like, but I did, but it is hard. It's all about the control. It's, it's interesting. It's, I don't know. It takes a while to, to get there. But you can feel the burn. You can feel the pressure. Like I fucking, I am so sore today. I don't know. I think everybody needs to be active. a gym junkie i could become a gym junkie yeah you, you might isn't that one of your videos it is it was like it was season two <laughs> i knew it Yeah, it was like you might come on the podcast next time and i've got like these huge like fucking popeye arms imagine Ooh. that hey guys welcome to the on we talk podcast i is there know.
1: Any, if anyone's ever wondered why i wear this long sleeve well that's because i need to go to the gym <laughs> you need to go to the gym
0: sam you really do you sk- I do. You do. I really do.
1: Um, Have we- you seen... T- you, you watched the video. That's the reason why I didn't get a gym membership this year, didn't you? Really? Though of mine. T- uh, oh, it yeah. It was the... the What's it called? For, I forgot the video's name. Anyway, I like... and the, At the start, I talk about how I snuck into the gym with my mates and used their equipment for free. I remember and that. And then they wanted to find me hundreds of dollars. That's so funny, isn't it? Silly. I think it's a bit silly so stupid I was man. I've been in, I've done so much stupid shit anyway that's how we should That, that's the closing statement I've done so much stupid shit we know
0: <laughs> very fucking aware we might end up this episode of the only talk podcast episode 209 um make sure you subscribe to the patreon we'll there's some a lot of good content on there right now um <laughs> fucking We've got I just some, wanted
1: to cry in the corner you're fucking horrible <laughs> to um, end the podcast
0: there's some bonus Crying. bonus podcasts on there um there's a lot of good stuff. I'm just trying to, let me have a look at my schedule and see what's, see what'll be out this week, the week of this coming out. Um, Let me go to the content calendar. This is very riveting for the end of the podcast. Um um, 2000 and, oh, uh, this week. Oh, it is the first subscribe. episode of, so Chris and I, good old Chris, OG member of the Onui crew. We did the first episode of Onui Quest, which is where we played AI Dungeon, and it did give us prompts. Like, you know, we'd be... I think we're in a fantasy land. I think that's what it was. Um, let me actually... I'll find the script. I'll read the description. Matthew and Chris Hodge... Matthew Winter and Chris Hodge come together for Chapter 1 in their first On we Quest special, playing a game of the infinitely... Infin- infinitely generated text adventure? Yes, AI Dungeon. That's what it's called. Um, Ma- On Mardicus and Kri... Cre- Kri... Cre- cre- C-H-R-A... Oh Chris journey to find the magical staff of Zalos. Cause that's what the, the AI dungeon gave us. Um, Nerds. Uh, look, okay, Look, you ready? <laughs> I'm kidding. I, fuck you. Look, okay, ready? The, the, the two murder trolls. We also, um, I made the troll suck my cock as well. Um, impregnate women. I actually impregnated Chris, 16 um, year old daughter. Um, oh my God. Befriended porn star, Stormy Daniels. Um, Buy themselves two wives each, and then we they recruit their friend Brad the wizard. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in that episode. The the AI the AI on that is like it's pretty good a lot of the time, but sometimes it's like um I don't know. I think I died like three times, and I just came back to life because the AI didn't know what to do. It was pretty good. It was it was fun. There was a lot of um I had sex with Chris's daughter. Um, it was great. Yeah,
1: it's, underage. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I saw you that you're a Patreon member now, so now you can listen to that episode in full.
1: Yes, indeed. I think I was Patreon for just like that one podcast, and then it didn't auto renew. I was just like, (laughs) ah. Well, now you're back. Now you're,
0: now you're, you're back. You returned. Um, I have returned. Yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the Patreon, um, listen on podcast platforms. Tell all your friends. We want more listeners on this podcast. We do. Like I've been doing. Exactly. I'm glad. I'm very glad. Telling your tennis friends.
1: <laughs> and other friends, and other friends. Oh uh, yeah, but the tennis, the tennis yeah. friend one watching that was funny. Yes.
0: Oh, good shit. Um, well, that's episode two hundred and nine. Sam, I will see you on our next episode where we celebrate Thanksgiving, which we're going to record like in like five minutes. So like it's yeah, realistically for us. But you know, regardless. Uh, but for
1: everyone else, it's, it's a lot of times past. Two weeks,
0: two weeks away, something like that. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Ooh, I've never actually waved out to the camera before. I don't think.